Hi, welcome to the Us and Kids podcast. I am your host, Jan Talon. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, a wife, a mom, and a grandma. With my own marriage and with my clients of over 35 years, I have worked to help us avoid that pain of divorce and achieve the grand balance of being married forever while we parent together using the DNA method of communication. We know this is worth the work and very rewarding. And because it's summer, and because this is episode 93 in the history of the Us and Kids podcast, I'm looking forward to episode 100 that is going to air around August 3. And I wanted to do sort of a little bit of a countdown And so what I'm doing is a number of podcasts that we are talking about 10 tips, 10 ideas to help us, and then there's a topic. So today we're going to start with a topic of 10 tips for summer health. Most of us think summer, I'm going to be healthy in summer. It's warm outside. I don't get a cold. We get to be more active because it's just easier. Our schedules sometimes are a little more flexible. Maybe we have a vacation planned. Why do we need a tip for summer health? Here's why. Because sometimes the change in routine can mess us up. And sometimes, while the heat of summer, at least in the Americas here, can feel really good, it can also get really warm. And that warm can mess up not only how our brains work, but also how our kiddos' brains work. And so we're just going to talk for a little bit about what are some ideas to manage that warmth and still have a really good summer. I come from this talk from a little bit of my own experience. We lived in California for 15 years, and um, we lived in the southern San Joaquin Valley of Bakersfield. It was warm. There were days and days and days without a cloud, days where it didn't get below 85. And for many of those years... I lived in a house that had a swamp cooler. So this isn't an air conditioner. This is taking hot air, running it through water, and then blowing it into your house so that when it's over 100, it is now wet hot air instead of dry hot air. It really wasn't very helpful for me. Um, And it didn't help my brain. My brain makes sense if I'm sweating and I'm doing something that creates sweat. If I'm digging a ditch, if I'm pushing kids on the swing, if I'm going for a run, that made sense. I should be sweating. But why would I be sweating when I'm sitting on my couch, holding my little one, nursing one of them, or reading them a book? My brain just couldn't quite keep itself balanced. And I found myself often sort of struggling to keep my wits about me. What I know now, I didn't know back then, but what I know now is that the neurotransmitters in my brain were going off balance, in essence, overheating, and making my problem-solving, my emotional control, my decision-making, and my interactions with my kiddos, even within my own brain, far more challenging, as if having three littles around was not challenging enough. Delightful, but challenging. And when we had our fourth kiddo, at least we had some air conditioning. It was still hot, but we had some air conditioning, and that did help. So, some from my experience and some from just some good sort of searching through what creates good brain health in the middle of summer heat. We're going to talk about 10 tips. 
These are true for your kids as well as for your adults. Kids overheat too. And so pay attention to their experience and their brains as well as to your own. Here we go. Tip number one. These are not in any particular order. Enjoy nature. This is a space for many of us where, maybe not in some of the California places as much, or the desert places, I guess is a better way to say that, but take a time to get outside and enjoy nature. The green and the blue colors are really good for our brains. And they give our brains a different balance just in the amount of color that's there. And so staying inside and looking at your white walls or your grayish walls and just looking through the window is not the same as getting outside and taking in the smells and the vast amount of color that is out there. It will help your brain relax a little bit more because those are calming colors to our brain. When our brain is calm, our anxiety goes down. When our anxiety goes down, we're more able to play. We're more able to have fun, but we're also more able to make decisions, even if it's just about, mom, can I have another snack? Or what are we having for supper? Get outside. You don't have to stay outside for hours, but take some minutes to get outside and absorb some of the pretty that's around you. Number two, nourish your brain. Nourish it. Hmm. What does that mean? Because you think, I don't really like shoot anything directly into my brain. And maybe yes, maybe no. Anyways, the real idea here is drink water. Eat real food. Sugar creates inflammation, but being heated up, overheated, also creates inflammation. So your sugary drinks, your caffeinated drinks, are not necessarily your brain's best friend when it's really warm outside. Cool water is your best friend. And if you need to, add a drink that has not much sugar but some electrolytes. Yes, enjoy nature and now feed your brain real food that it needs. Tip number three. We know that summer often can change our routines some. Often daycare changes a little bit, work schedules, people are on vacation, so we're covering for people. Then we're hoping to get this weekend off or that weekend off, things like that. Maybe bedtime is a little later. Maybe we're getting up a little bit earlier. It can throw us off, that change in routine. And routines really help us stay in sync. So... Write down what the new one is. Write down the new routines. Talk together with your spouse, with your partner, and with your kiddos about what's new and how it's going to be. And then practice it. When your kids are just crabby, they can't figure it out. Okay, they're used to going to daycare or to school and being entertained by friends and all sorts of activity, and now they're home and maybe bored. There's only one or two or three of them, and they don't want to play with their sibs. They want to see their friends. Hmm. These are new routines. And helping your kids know what the structure is. Have a routine. Don't just play every day like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're on summer vacation. 
have some routine to it. Make sure you're getting breakfast, lunch, and supper, and some snacks in between. Make sure that your kids know that there's a rest time, that there's still a story time, there's still a bath time. Because these routines keep brains better balanced. Number four. When people ask you to do something, you don't have to say yes. This is often a time for more socializing. We hang out with our neighbors more, our friends have more cookouts, and kids stay up later. But it might be your fourth night of messing up bedtime, of staying up late and then trying to get up early because your littles are waking up at 5.30. It might be okay to remember and to talk together as a couple about sort of what's our limit? Where do we put priorities here? Listening to your body and what your body can do is important. Also, paying attention to what can your kids do. It might be fun for you to be out until 10, but if they're really ready for bed at 6.30 or 7, it's really not too fun for them to keep trying to push their body another three or four hours of being awake and not being naughty. Their brains can't hold it together. So listen to your body, listen to your kids. And then move on to number five. We mentioned it briefly. It goes sort of with the um, socializing part because often that includes alcohol and things that are really sugary. And don't get me wrong, I like sugar, I like chocolate, I like a bit of alcohol. We got to watch what we do for our kids and for us. More alcohol makes it far more challenging to parent and to think clearly and calmly. It confuses our kids when they don't recognize the tone of voice or the look in your eye when you've had one too many. So in that socialization, be sure that drinking water is included in that so that you are still available for your kids, so that your brain still works well and your kids can stay connected. Number six, it's a tip. It's one that I used frequently in California. I could do it in less than three minutes. Take a cool shower. I could run upstairs, throw my, I didn't throw my little one. I put my newborn on the floor and I jumped into that cold shower. Sometimes I got my hair wet, sometimes I didn't. I just let my whole body come back down to a regular temperature. Toweled off put my clothes back on. Sometimes I got clean clothes. Sometimes I didn't. The idea was find a way to cool down. Now, sometimes, you know, I got lucky and the kids, I'd put a bucket out and I'd tell the kids to fill it up with cool water and I'd sit in a chair and I'd stick my feet in the cool water. And sometimes that felt really good. And sometimes who had time for a shower? I just went upstairs and ran cold water, ran my forearms underneath the faucet, splashed my face and took some long, slow breaths. What am I saying? If your body temperature is high, and you don't really know it except for that you can't think, you can't keep your mouth under control, you feel like you want to cry and scream all at the same time, take a breath, get a few minutes away, and cool down. Number seven. Remember, 
to do something relaxing, perhaps in air conditioning. Now, if that means just walking through the mall, leaving all things that would purchase something in the car, and just getting into somebody else's air conditioning, do it. If it means just chilling and sitting at home, putting a fan on you and watching a movie, then do it. Make sure that your body temperature and your brain is coming down and also that you're giving yourself a little space to enjoy something pleasant. Tip number eight. As you plan your vacation, your weekend away, your week away, whatever that might be, remember that it's important often for kiddos and for you to have a space where you can be indoors and cool off and go outdoors and absorb the green and the blues. Right? So that there's both can happen. Make sure that you have things as you travel that your kiddos can do indoors so that if they're overheated at three in the afternoon, they can go indoors and cool down. Now, sometimes that's just let's watch a show for 20 minutes. And sometimes somebody just needs to build something or color or just listen to music or play with their dollies and pretend. Make sure that your vacation space has good places for your brain, both indoors and outdoors. If you're camping, sometimes this is a little trickier, but think about what can happen in a car if somebody's just too hot and you just turn on your car for a few minutes and run that air conditioner. Let them get cooled down. Let yourself get cooled down while doing something that your brain and your body enjoys. I know it's a lot of thinking ahead of time, but it also has a really, really good payoff, right? Tip number nine. This is about moving your body because this is important to do, okay? It helps our brains reset. It clears away some of that cortisol and adrenaline that flows so quickly when we become a little stressed. And remember, heat is part of what can make us stressed, So now I'm going to say, take a walk. Don't pick your walk time at two in the afternoon in the heat of the sun. Take your walk in a cooler part of the day. If your little one is in a stroller, they're wrapped up pretty snug, not much way to really become cooled off. And so part one is sunscreen and a hat, but part two is remembering that a stroller can really be quite warm. So can being carried in a front pack. Take a walk and find ways to do that when it's cool. Find a way to be outside and move your body fast enough so that the um, breeze can blow your hair a little bit. So that you can move and work those muscles. Sometimes heat makes us really lethargic. But lethargy is not really the best trick for keeping our brains healthy and happy. Getting a little bit of body movement out there is a good idea. So maybe you don't take a walk, but maybe you have a 10-minute dance party. Okay? Maybe you say, I didn't take a walk, but I had to pack up the whole camper and clean up the campsite and walk to the beach and back, and here we go. Yes. Okay? All of those things. Do them and remember to absorb those pretty colors and to take some deep breaths to relax. Tip number 10. We're almost there. Look at this. Here it is. Set a time limit for heat and sun exposure. 
This is wise for yourself and wise for your kiddos. They can become very, very tired if they get some sunburn and overexposed. And that makes them crabby. They often don't have words for it. Of I'm too hot. I'm hot all the way through me. Okay? You and I know what it feels like to have a little bit of sunburn. To a little kid, you know, we get that patch of sunburn on our legs. We get a lot of other body to sort of mitigate that. But they get some sunburn on their shoulders or on their face or on their arms and legs. And that's a good percentage of their body because it's just smaller. And their brain has to manage it. Try to watch that heat and sun exposure so that by the end of the day, you will have had a good day, both for yourself and for your kiddos. This is not anything that's really um, of a tip, but a funny little information piece that I found from Fitness Magazine. And it says this, chocolate milk, yes, chocolate milk was the best way to rehydrate between intense exercise sessions. If you're lacking electrolytes, water won't have any effect. You'll need a sports drink or water with a bit of salt. If your kids are really, really thirsty, they have some heat-related fatigue, a cool area, and drink water. Drink something with a bit of salt in it. Find yourself some delicious chocolate milk. I know, maybe that's a tip. That would be tip number 11. I just thought it was a fun fact. Anyways, you know that I am always cheering for you, wishing you the best, and hoping that one of these fun tips is just exactly what you needed to make it through a really hot summer day. Feel free to share your favorite tip on either our Instagram at Us and Kids or on our Facebook page, Us and Kids Podcast. I look forward to hearing from you, and I'm going to share lots more 10 tips in the weeks ahead. Take care and have a great start of summer. Bye-bye.